You're listening to the Kerry Woodham Mornings Podcast from Newstalk ZB. As I've been discussing, New Zealand's water regulator is cracking down on councils to ensure the council's drinking water supplies are up to standard. Water regulator Tomata Arawa has found 27 councils affecting more than 310,000 people are lacking sufficient protozoa barriers. We need to do something to fix our water infrastructure. Labour wanted three waters. Failed to get that across the line. Nationals pledged to scrap whatever's been set up under three waters and deliver local water well. What exactly does that mean? Nationals local government spokesperson Simon Watts joins me now. Very good morning to you. Morning, Kerry. So what are you going to do? Well, look, we recognise that you know too many places around New Zealand, uh, the drinking water and the wastewater systems aren't working appropriately. Uh, and we need to put in place a model which makes sure that the money being collected by councils is actually being spent on, on those pipes, which is something that you've been talking about this morning hasn't yeah. been occurring. So basically, uh, our model is to repeal the government's model, which is bureaucratic co-govern entities. We don't think more bureaucracy is going to solve this. We're going to strongly support strict water quality regulation. I think your point around when someone turns on a tap, no matter where they are in the country, the expectation is the water should be safe to drink. Yeah, I think it's a basic requirement uh, and we need to ensure that that's consistent. And it's the economic regulation that we think will really derive the benefit. This is to make sure that the money that councils collect through rates or water charges is ring-fenced to be spent on upgrading uh, and maintaining the depreciation on those assets, not on other services. And I think that's where the system uh, under the status quo has gone wrong. The money being collected hasn't been spent on those assets and we're now seeing the examples of that. You know, we have seen mm. the examples of that. And that's a major issue. We need to get back to basics around that. You collect money, you spend it on those assets. And we have a regulator to make sure that that's actually happening as well. And that's not the case at the moment. Well, I just had a caller before the news headlines in Wanaka who said that her, a lot of her rates were going to a, a tourism fund. And she doesn't want it to go to the tourism fund. She says they've had plenty of opportunity to you know, to get themselves up and running. She's asked that the money go towards infrastructure that's that's required under the ground and has been told, well, you know, you've only got one voice and we're going to put it to our local tourism association. That doesn't seem like a good use of rates. Well, I can tell that, tell, you know, speak to that lady down there that she's absolutely, that's definitely not unreasonable. You know, yeah. That's a reasonable expectation. And, uh, but we need to make sure that these... Um, Council's water service entities are financially sustainable, and what that means is, as I said, the the money that they're collecting, uh, either through rates or user pays, needs to cover the maintenance and depreciation of that infrastructure, and also the investment of new assets as well. Um, I think you know, if we make sure that we will require councils to ring fence that money for water infrastructure instead of spending it on other services, then you know that will happen. And where they need to buy or invest in new infrastructure, which is pretty expensive, um, then you know there is a, a mechanism there where central government will work with uh, those council entities um, to make sure that we've got the right funding and financing in place. Because we do acknowledge that, you know, no matter where you are in the country, it's not one size fits all. Different yeah. parts of the country have different requirements. We've got a, you know, our models is in our view pretty pragmatic around the reality of the New Zealand geography. Well, it's interesting too because um, a texter said that councils are elected and they're usually amateurs, you know, just people who are civic-minded individuals within their communities. They're elected by a very small pool of people within the community 
and a lot of them are older people who are living on a fixed income. They don't want their rates to go up, so they'll they'll vote for any councillor who says they'll keep them either low or reduce the rates. Yeah, look, I think that's that's acknowledged, but our, the flip side of that is is having individuals that are, are not democratically elected, who aren't accountable to our communities, uh, who are potentially, you know, operating from a centralised part of the region that's not even in the local area, uh, in our view, uh, is not the model either, um, because you need that direct line of accountability. Uh, and, you know, the fact that people get fired and fired every three years is a, is a reasonable mechanism to achieve that. But, mm. um, yeah, we don't support these big mega bureaucratic entities. I think it's 10 at last count yeah. where the government wants. I mean, you know, we need people to be held accountable for these services. These are these are essential services. Uh, they are basic core services for councils. Uh, and the, at the end of the day, I think we should have a low tolerance around, you know, getting those basics right. And if they're not doing it, then they should expect, um, you know, the regulator and, and those above to come in and say, well, that's not good enough. You need to, you know, get yourself sorted. I mean, some of the aspects of Three Waters, would you concede, were, were you know, just sound um, planning sense in terms of enabling um, smaller communities to join together so that they've got more borrowing power, more, you know, ability to, to get the money they needed for the infrastructure. Would you keep those aspects that you thought were sound? Yeah, look, our model uh, allows different councils to work with like-minded councils yeah. to work together. But again, it's not a one-size-fits-all. You know, the requirement, I live in Auckland. Yeah. What's needed for Auckland is very different to Queenstown Lakes. Um, and, you know, our model is customised and allows those regions to put in place a model that will work for their region uh, and that will deliver the outcomes they need. Because, you know, the reality is it is different. Um, I don't think, and we don't think that mega-bureaucratic model of more you know, consultants, wherever they're based, probably mostly Wellington, yeah. uh, is the way to do that. Um, How are, you know, on the list of priorities of things that need doing, should you get elected, where does, where does water, where does the, ref, you know, the reformation of our water infrastructure fit in Nationals' to-do list? Well, Kerry, it's right up there in terms mm. of our priorities. Christopher Luxon said within the first 100 days we'll be moving on um, the repeal aspects around the legislation. Uh, we're already working uh, around what that uh, replacement model needs to look like and I'm already in conversation with councils. Uh, the expectation is within 12 months all councils would have submitted a plan that is financially sustainable that the Minister can look at and sign off. We're not mm. going to be mucking around on this. You know, The, mod yeah. the government's out to mid-2026, we've said within 12 months we need to have a clear yeah, line of sight yeah. and just get on with it. And, you know, 90% of the... Not everyone's broken, right? Not every part of the yeah. New Zealand's broken. Let's focus on the areas that are broken and work with them to get solutions. But we don't need to be reforming the places that are, are doing quite well at the yeah. moment. Yeah. That's the current model. And, it, and we just don't have a, you know, fiscal capacity to be trying to... You know, there's no point doing reform if it's not broken. Absolutely. Yes, there's a bit of common no, sense. You know, shocked me to hear it. I went back on my heels. Um, the other thing is, do you have any sympathy with councils going? Oh, it's not fair that you've given us till June to come up with a plan. Um, that now we're going to be competing for consultants and equipment. I have no sympathy. They've known for years they need to put those protections in place. 
look, Kerry, this regulate the water quality regulator, and National supported the water quality regulator uh, um, right from the outset. Uh, you know, there's there's no surprises here. Uh, there is expectations around water quality. Councils, in the, in the main, most councils are already over the detail. They have a plan of how they're going to meet those requirements uh, and they should be doing what is required in order to meet those requirements. As I said, basic expectation. You turn on the tap, the water comes out, it's safe to drink. That is that is not, a, not, not rocket science. Nice to hear from you. Thank you very much, Simon Watts, National Local Government Spokesperson, talking about what National will do if they get into power with the Three Waters. For more from Kerry Woodham Mornings, listen live to News Talk ZB from 9am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.